0: Rudy's Revelation. You can't handle the truth! The New World Order. The New World Order. The New World Order. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. It is December 5th. 2023. welcome welcome. Tuesday December 5th. I'll start by talking about the word populism, what exactly it means and why they're trying to scare you away from populist politics. I'm also going to address uh, the Derek Chauvin assassination attempt by an inmate which apparently was working for the FBI also talk about the COP28 president who said what we already know, uh, which there's no evidence that would substantiate a massive move away from fossil fuels. And then I'm gonna talk a little bit about politics and douchebags who actually regularly read the Atlantic Monthly. So let's get into the headlines for today. December 5th, 2023, but first, don't forget to share the podcast, Uh, check me out on social media, and check out my other website, libpop.org, like, and leave a comment, if you dare. All right, let's get into it. All right, we're going to start off... uh, talking about the word populism very quickly. This is from word Nick because it's not an alleged. <laughs> and we'll get into that in just in a second. Uh, if you don't know what populism is, it's nothing scary. It's a political philosophy surrounding the rights and power of the people in their struggle against the privileged elite. That's all you really have to know. But if you get into Britannica, populism, a political program or movement that champions... And this is where we get into uh, mischaracterizing a political program or movement that champions or claims to champion the common person, usually by favorable contrast with the real or perceived. (laughs) It's claims to champion and perceived elite or establishment populism usually combines elements of the left and the right. Well, of course. (laughs) Because people, there are people that, are conservative and liberal that both might uh, be wary of the elite, the controlling elite, the establishment. Combines elements of the left and the right opposing large business, corporations, banks, financial interests, but also frequently being hostile to established liberal, socialist, or labor parties. It's the establishment generally uh, and the elite is basically overpaid, uh, overpaid people in the establishment uh, who have controlling interest in the establishment by their position or by, uh, you know, their financial donations. Webster, uh, Miriam Webster, also echoes this sentiment: a member of a political party claiming to represent the common people. That's It's the claim we're representing the common people, even if you don't. Um, and the common people, like what Trump does, is basically is championing uh, liberty and the basic tenets of the Constitution, which protect who the common people. Now, originally uh, in the colonies and the original organization of government, um, first of all, people that oh, the, the only people that were taxed were landowners, and the people that had wealth, the common people weren't really taxed on on their meager earnings, and also the people that were that were able to vote were only the people that had stake that were the taxpayers, so the people had land and whatnot. But since then. And we knew that from the English Revolution that populism became more of a political uh, movement because everybody had a stake or a vote. Now, Wikipedia says populism in is a range of political stances that emphasize the idea the idea of the people, not the people, and often uh, juxtaposes this group with the elite in quotations. I don't know why that has to be in the quotations. Is there a political elite or or isn't there? It is frequently associated with anti-establishment and anti-political sentiment. Not anti-political so much as anti-establishment because the establishment is usually populated with the elite, whether it's in academia or politics. The term developed in the late 19th century has been applied in various political. Uh, politicians, parties, and movements since that time, often as a pejorative, populism used as a pejorative by the establishment and the elite. Within political science and other social sciences, several different definitions of populism have been employed with some scholars proposing that the term be rejected altogether. Uh, In academia, right? Within political science, um, you know, (laughs) come on. So basically what um populism is is a political ideal that says the establishment or the established elite uh, somehow have um, an unjust power an unjust political power because of their standing, Uh, within their role in the establishment or their financial standing, which allowed them to either put themselves or their charges in uh, positions of power uh, within the political structure. So that's like, when people rage against corporations like the left used to do, the raging against corporations, because corporations, the money, the wealth of uh, uh, corporations, would be able to put in, or secret societies and academia or what have you, were able to put their people, their represent their representatives in positions of power, uh, only because of their financial standing. So the the political donor class, as is referred to, control politics. Um, but we've seen more and more populism and uh, the majority of small donors being able to fund political candidates like Trump, like Bernie Sanders and others, because if you have a million people giving a dollar, it's just like one person giving a million dollars. So you're able to fund political campaigns if you have a majority or a populist support support of the majority of the electorate. All right, first story up, uh, Derek Chauvin returns to prison after alleged BLM, alleged BLM-inspired stabbing. That's what he claims. Former FBI informant John Turzak. Terskak, charged with attempted murder. Also from Fox News, because no one else is reporting, Derek Chauvin prison stabbing ex-FBI informant inmate charged with attempted murder of ex-Minneapolis cop. So a guy that worked for the FBI tried to assassinate somebody because it wasn't, there's no evidence that it was because of a quarrel or something like that. Uh, The assassin was not black, uh, apparently is associated with a Mexican uh, gang, was not Mexican, Has actually apparently has been reported as Croatian ancestry. Also uh, from the Guardian, COP28 president. So the COP28 is the, the goal is 2028. Um, So this is a climate change conference. So the president of the COP28, the conference president, says there's no science behind demands for phase-out of fossil fuels. The UAE Sultan Al-Jabur says phase-out of coal, oil, and gas would take world back into the caves. It's true, as a lot of us have always been reporting, that if you get a... What fossil fuels do is provide cheap energy. So if you're providing cheap power to the masses, uh, even those in the underclass can utilize power for whatever needs necessary to make a living, whether using a generator or what have you. There's no more blacksmiths out there um, and you're not allowed to have combustion anyway, it seems. So they're trying to get away from the combustion engine, which provides cheap power to everyone on the planet. What they're trying to do is price out the poor and the middle class out of energy. So from the National Post, uh, COP28 president walks back claim of no science behind need to phase out fossil fuels. There's no, there's no definitive science that said anthropogenic or man-made carbon Carbon dioxide, which is a naturally occurring gas, it is not poisonous. And I had an argument with my brother about this. It's poison, it's toxic. It's not carbon monoxide. It's carbon dioxide, which you exhale. So trying to limit a gas that humans exhale becomes a slippery slope, you could obviously see, because if you're trying to limit carbon dioxide, which humans exhale and plants breathe, At a certain point, you'd wanna limit people and their exhalation. So for those idiots who read The Atlantic, (laughs) it's really a a propaganda arm of the Democratic Party. People that like to read flowery, long-winded articles about things that they already believe in, you must be, if you ever tried to read The Atlantic, I read The Atlantic, I've read this article um, it's, it's really quite, si- it's silly. It's like reading the New York Times Magazine. It's, it's not real news. It's people that just like to read, it, you know, people that love to hear themselves talk. Why Xi wants Trump to win. A second Trump term would allow Chinese China to cement its grip on the developing world. There is no, you can read this article, um, The evidence is scant for this and they try to cobble together some sort of justification for that claim. China does not want Trump to be reelected. Trump held China to account on trade, which uh, brought a lot of revenue to the United States and helped the United States economy and, and, and held China and their communist and authoritarian ways to task And also, Trump warned them about their expansion. Now, in a free world, uh, superpowers, if China is indeed a superpower, uh, thanks to the U.S., by the way, if you look at the actual history, if it wasn't for the U.S. allowing the communists to take over um, and then supporting them, uh, particularly after uh, Kissinger and Nixon's opening up of China, to business, which they loved, and the Rockefellers loved, um, Trump Trump will allow China as a superpower to make relationships with the developing world or, or whomever. Um, it's not America's place to decide what other nations could have relationships with the developing world. If first of all, the West has done a terrible draw, job of of helping. The developing world develop. In a lot of instances, they block development. So, if China wants to help the developing world, more power to them. Even if I'm an anti-communist, um, who who says if they would bring socialism, they probably would. Um, any any financial assistance to any country uh, is a way of getting control. We did that um, in the same manner with the World Bank. And then um, with the agreements there, structural structural adjustments after default. So, but if you read into this article here, um, but Biden has hit China harder than Trump ever did. Of course, the Atlantic says, armed with a more determined foreign policy, <laughs> he has inflicted acute damage on the country's economy and geopolitical ambitions from which China's leader Xi Jinping has struggled to recover. There was no no political backing for Biden to remove most of the tariffs that Trump instituted, um, which is a way to hold China to task, which they did. The problem really was, uh, to be honest, is with China is when their economy slows, their economy is based on uh uh over 10% GDP gains, and if it goes under that, they start slipping back. It's sort of like the 3% marker for the United States. Um, but of course, a Biden-led US, probably from the Chinese perspectives, looks like a more formidable challenge. <laughs> uh and it goes on and on uh very much in the same manner really quite ridiculous because a democratic foreign policy sucks and you could see how whether it's antony blinken or uh the the old guy who calls himself president uh biden how he comes to uh president Xi Jinping, the communist dictator the authoritarian dictator with hat in hand and allows spy balloons to fly over the country oh they weren't spying of course not Uh, It's just, it's just, it's quite ridiculous. And allowing uh, the Chinese Navy to shoo away American destroyers and whatnot in the South China Sea. Washington Free Beacon reports Microsoft Inc. deals with Chinese Communist Party propaganda outlets documents show. That doesn't surprise me at all. Is one of them the Atlantic? It could, it could very well be. No, they're really talking about uh, the China Daily and the People's Daily. Um, and so that doesn't surprise me because all wealthy, the wealthy elite, like authoritarianism. They say uh, Hitler was a populist, he was a fascist, and they, they never talk about fascism and what fascism means. It's fascism is an organization of authoritarian. Uh, pinnacles of power. So whether it be corporate, religious, governmental, military. That's what fascism is. And so really when you have corporations, and corporations love authoritarians because they, they hate democracy. They hate republics. They would just like to deal with one guy or one group that have sway over the entire country, the entire economy, And they don't have to worry about this back and forth as they call it. Business leaders always call democracy herding cats um, because it's too difficult for them. And they like to exercise power. I I got a lot of headlines to go through so I'm gonna move quickly. Uh, Donald Trump's proposal to monitor voters sparks concern. Um, His proposal to monitor voters and votes and polling places is a good one. They did it in 2016. That's how they won and they weren't able to cheat. It's a simple process. Every Republican goes to the poll with a red shirt on and that way exit pollsters um, could just count the people coming out with red shirts. However, in 2020, when you institute this mail-in ballot fraud, then there's no way of really counting people that are casting their ballots. So there's no visual way um, to police, for lack of a better term, uh, voter fraud. So that's why mail-in ballots is fraud. Um, whether you discover some or a lot or enough to change the outcome of the election or not, voter fraud is voter fraud. Mail-in ballot is voter fraud. You could get an absentee ballot. The difference between mail-in ballots and, and absentee ballot is there's a, a stricter there's a stricter prerequisite to get the ballot. They just don't mail out ballots to every registered voter, whether those people exist or they don't exist. On today, Liz Cheney says there's no question Trump would refuse to leave office if elected again. She is the number one propagandist now for the never-Trumper Republicans, and she was overwhelmingly voted out of office during a primary in Wyoming because she represents the establishment. The establishment, the elite, don't represent the people. They represent a small segment of the population where the, which are the political donors, corporations, rich individuals, et cetera. And other minions of them and clingers that, that like to rub, uh, rub elbows with the elite. It makes them feel important and popular and all this stuff which is actually just the opposite. New York Post reports Biden got recurring $1,380 payment from Hunter's firm starting in 2018. It's not a lot, but why? It's the same thing with receiving checks from China and Chinese companies and, and, and other states and other foreign entities for no services rendered. Even the banks that they were dealing with said it was suspicious because they're receiving money for no services rendered. I'll tell you what the services rendered were. Oh, it's that's your subjective opinion. Um, it's espionage or access. I lean towards espionage. Some people could say access, that's speculative. Well, perhaps. Axios reports House Democrats ditch Bidenomics messaging because Bidenomics doesn't work. Sure, the stock market is up, so anybody in the investment class might be making money, but if you look at the overall fiscal health of the United States, it fucking sucks. It's basically we're using about 40% of our tax revenue to pay the debt service, which is close to a trillion dollars, if not a trillion. What do you say about that, Atlantic readers? Uh, The Guardian White House warns it's out of money and nearly out of time to aid Ukraine. Good, and good. It serves right. It serves them right. NATO provoking Russia, as they did. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. That they indeed started the war. They poked the bear. So none of this surprises me. I never. I have nothing against the Ukrainian people, and and I do believe that Ukraine should be an independent sovereign nation state. However, Russia will never give up Crimea as their strategic interest and Sevastopol as their only warm water port, military port, so they can project some sort of military power, not like they do a lot of that, but nobody would do this. It's like, how come the United States doesn't give um, Guantanamo Bay back to the Cubans? I mean, it's if you're going to compare apples with apples, that's so freaking stupid. Like, people don't know geography or history or anything. Um, Axios reports the first human aid, humanoid robot factory is about to open. And I could read the lead. I don't want to get into the 10,000 two-legged robots a year is taking shape in Salem, Oregon. The factory planning to pump out. The better help Amazon and other giant companies with dangerous hauling, lifting, and moving. Oh, dangerous. We don't want to subject humans to jobs. Um, This is the whole reason uh, for the depopulation push uh, because they're almost ready to phase out humanity for the simple reasons they're not needed. And as they're often referred to as the elite, uh, to the elite as useless eaters. The Hill reports NATO chief on Ukraine war, be prepared for bad news. Oh, this was supposed to be LinkedIn uh, with that other article. Oh, be prepared for bad news. U- Ukraine is losing. They've always been losing. There's no way that even in a proxy war that Ukraine, with all their sophisticated weaponry, billions and billions of dollars of supporting Ukraine, hundreds of billions of dollars, really, which there's no popular support for in the United States anymore, away have gone the blue and yellow flags. Excuse me. But the fact is that um, Russia has one of the best equipped, best trained militaries in the world. Sorry. And you're fighting on their doorstep. So it's not like you're fighting... Over a little spit of land somewhere that that doesn't have any meaning, whether it's Vietnam or or Afghanistan or something else, um, you're really fighting for the only warm water port Russia has. And but they, uh, the USA Today or nobody actually or the Hill, nobody will report that. Nobody reports the truth about the strategic interests of Russia. And I'm not a you know I'm not being paid by Vladimir Putin and I'm not a Russophile or anything. I'm just, it's just a strategic fact. It, I, I have an empathetic viewpoint from whomever I could put myself in the shoes of people or governments. That's their strategic interest. Just like imagine if Russia was here demanding that we get out of Guantanamo Bay. What do you think we would say? <laughs> Back to Liz Cheney. These were, these were supposed to pair together. Sorry about that. USA Today, Liz Cheney says she's ready to consider a third party. Warns of grave threat of Trump-led GOP. Keep going. Yeah, she couldn't even re- win re-election in her home state of Wyoming. She got resoundedly defeated. Um, and now she's gonna run for president? I mean, come on. <laughs> Please. Please. Maybe she could get on a ticket with Nikki Haley. Nobody cares. People want the leader of the United States to concentrate more on domestic issues, domestic policy, no more foreign wars, no more spending on foreign wars. Concentrate on the sovereignty of the United States and the citizens that live here. They want someone to lead the country to a place that is gonna make their lives better Um, in some way, shape, or form, particularly with the economy. What do they say about the economy? It's a rising tide that lifts all boats. And so if you improve the economy, especially like Trump did in the inner cities uh, with his investment zones, that helped to get uh, money flowing into the inner cities and particularly bad neighborhoods because he built investment zones that... Hey, if you invest or open businesses in these areas, you'll get a tax break. And it worked. And his overall economic policies worked. Thank you, Cudlow. mostly. And he's always had sound economic policy, but you know why don't we listen to Paul Krugman instead? I mean even Larry Summer, even if you look at some of the more leftist economists, Not Keynesian, by the way, but, you know, whatever. Um, So page six reports, Jamie Foxx fights back tears in his first public appearance post-hospitalization that couldn't actually walk. And what do they refer to his illness? A health scare, health issues, health saga. Nothing about what actually happened to him, which was vaccination-induced, well, Death, he probably would have died if they put him on a ventilator like they did with most people, but who knows? Apparently, he reached out to Dr. McCullough. um, I believe it was McCullough, two weeks before he was required to get an injection to keep working on the movie he was working on. And he subsequently fell ill on the set of that movie. So, but nobody wants to talk about it. It's, it's just like this nebulous health scare. I mean, come on. Look at the actuaries. All-cause mortality is up. Look at what's happening with the whistleblower in New Zealand. Look at, look at what happened and is what happened in the data released by the whistleblower in the U.S. Navy. The reports of 90% increase in heart-related incidents in healthy soldiers. You wonder why the Navy SEALs refuse to take the COVID vaccination. From the messenger pro-Palestinian mob swarms, Jewish-owned falafel shop in Philly, you can't hide, we charge you with genocide. So a Jewish business owner is responsible for the machinations and the policies of the Israeli government? I mean, come on. It's typical leftist mob mentality. Let's get them! (laughs) I mean, come on. They're just mad that a Jewish guy was making falafel. I love falafel. USA Today, could 2020 election cause a society to collapse? Some preppers think so, and they're ready. I'm not gonna get into the article. Everybody should be ready because really what you're gonna have is a financial collapse, um, particularly in the United States. And they've been prepping people for um, uh, electrical grid collapse. So if you're two weeks without power, um, you're gonna start having rioting because the people, you know, the people at the lowest rung will be without. Grocery stores will be empty. And just like you had a lot of uh, well-knowledged intellects saying that if you cut out fossil fuel, you won't be able to get First of all, you don't won't be able to farm. You're gonna cut all the methane from farming. Cut out farming. You cut out transportation in the grocery stores. How are you gonna get the food to people? It's typical of Democrats and progressives, really, unforeseen consequences of your actions. They don't consider those. They don't consider those sorts of results that might happen from your policy decisions. They're like, "We're going to do this. We're going to, we're going to put windmills in the Atlantic Ocean, and then all the right whales start dying." Oh, whoops, whoopsie, sorry, sorry. That's what you get from people all the time. They act like they're so fucking smart, and then they do things that ruin the lives of people, not themselves. Sorry. Oh, we, just, we didn't want to enforce laws. And so who, who bear the brunt of inner city crime that's on the rise? Poor people. Sorry. You know, it doesn't come to the suburbs. It doesn't reach your Manhattan penthouse. Retired US diplomat accused of working as a secret agent for Cuba, Manuel, Manuel Roca, a former ambassador to Bolivia, secretly aided Cuba's clandestine intelligence gathering mission. U.S. authorities said, Cuba is communist. Really? They allowed, someone allowed a communist spy in the United States. Hmm, that never happens. It's freaking ridiculous. Because they're running rampant, like I say all the time, the Chinese communists are completely infiltrated all aspects commercial, academic, and political aspects of the United States. Washington Post reports the mega rich are the new political bosses. Is that bad for democracy? What have I been saying uh, this whole podcast? Billionaires and multimillionaires exert growing influence in presidential races, but regular citizens of voters will have their say. Well, they do. Like I just explained, if you have a million political donors donating a dollar, that's the same as one mega donor donating a million dollars. However, it's those mega donors that come in that actually get meetings with uh, representatives and senators and they sit down there um, with their hands crossed and they tell them, because if you give somebody a check for a million dollars, you can tell them what policies you want them to push. But if you're only giving them a dollar, you can't dictate what policies to push. So you see how that works? The big checks talk. Little checks don't talk. So maybe, you know, the the people, we the people, the populace, should put together uh, low donor PACs. And that way the PAC can go and exert influence. This is from NBC News. Defying presidents and Congress to ATF, DEA, and FBI and U.S. Marshals shroud their shootings in secrecy Oh, uh, that's without a doubt. Just look at Todeshev, the acquaintance of the Tsarnaev uh, brothers who supposedly conducted the Boston bombing. The FBI comes to talk to him in his apartment in Florida and they shoot him in the head. No answer, you don't have to answer. And you know how many shootings found wrongdoing that were investigated by the FBI themselves? Zero because <laughs> all these agencies what they do is they investigate themselves and they never found they never find any blame obviously define the presidents and congress indeed and maybe even the fbi can clandestinely hire uh, an inmate to stab derek chauvin that's speculative of course And I think this is the last one. A couple more articles. Axios, U.S. Students' Math Scores Plunge in Global Education Assessment. (laughs) Because we're not teaching them math. We're teaching them, you can be two genders and, you know, slaves built skyscrapers. Slaves built America in 1619. America was founded with slaves. I mean, all this shit, you know. Oh, this is the last article here. Uh, The Hill, Trump allies fire back at media warnings of second-term dictatorship. Obviously, and they should, because there is no, as I explain all the time to stupid commenters online, Trump isn't an authoritarian, right? Did he use the power of the state to infringe on the individual liberties of American citizens? The answer would be, no. Did the bureaucratic deep state? Yes. Did the Biden administration? Yes. If you're a landlord, oh, you can't evict people if they don't pay the rent because of COVID. Oh, if you're working in a place, no, there's there's a mandate now from President Biden that says you have to take an experimental uh, medication or therapy. I mean, come on. That's authoritarian. The censorship of your First Amendment, that's authoritarian. The unlegislative actions on Americans' gun rights, that's authoritarian. What is authoritarian? What is is authoritarian? You can't say. You're banning books. Fifth graders should be allowed to see softcore porn like in uh, what was it queer theory lawn boy that's what it was if an adult wants to take you in the shed and perform fellatio on you you should let it let him it's not it's ridiculous it's not authoritarian as trump always says he wants to give the power back to the people and that includes business too. But no, what is what is the Biden administration doing? No, that now they're having, they're they're, jacking up the the penalty on on people that don't pay their taxes. So, and not to say that sticks is wrong, but some people claim, oh, it's going to affect poor people. Not if you're a wage slave, because you get your taxes taken out anyway. But for low income people that run their own business, you know, if you don't pay the proper amount, let's say you pay too little, you're gonna get penalized even more than previously. Because you don't have a team of lawyers like the rich donor class, though, and they won't get penalized anymore. Because I'm sure the IRS is going to favorably target, uh, especially rich, and, you know, if you're a Republican donor, you're gonna get targeted, but you know, if you're a Democratic donor, it's unlikely. All right, so for me, that ran kind of long. Sorry about that. Rudy's revelation. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment, uh, follow me on social media. Check out my web- other website, libpop.org, Libertarian Populism, learn about it. Uh, it's how you keep your freedom. To you understand how the political spectrum is, authoritarianism, libertarianism, conservatism, or individualism, and liberalism or socialism. See, that's my left, so what, what is extreme? Extreme, if you're extreme on the right, that means you want to pay no taxes. And if you're extreme on the left, you wanna pay 100% tax or you want to have people percent 100 where do you need authority in those two scenarios you would need authority to collect 100 tax from people anyway that's it for me we'll see you tomorrow is it tuesday shit we're gonna try to get tuesday we're gonna try to get perry on the line for another episode of tuesdays with perry i think it's episode 63 or 64 anyway stay tuned for that see ya